In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today I am here with a very special guest. You all have been begging him to come back on the podcast. You're a huge fan. It's our very own Brian Russell Smith, director of video here at Betches and groom to be. Brian, how are you? Begging? What? <laughs> They've been begging. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm good. I'm good. Did you ask me how I was? I'm sorry. I got distracted. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Sorry. I, when I hear compliments, I kind of like black, I, bla- I black out and I just like, I'm like, oh, I'm the best. And then I just miss everything afterwards. Um, you would. No, it's wedding yeah. brain though. Like whenever you do something like while you're wedding planning, you get an automatic out. If you do something ditzy, you get to set, you blame it on wedding brain. It's the same as pregnancy brain. Well, I've realized how good I am at multitasking re- because of this. Yeah. Because I forget that I'm doing, I'm doing so many things. <laughs> and, oh, so and, many. And so like planning a wedding is like, like oh, I'm doing, I'm doing that, you know? So it's, it's true. It's, it is like, I said this to you guys, I think like yesterday or the day before, like as a joke, like, um, I was like, why doesn't anyone ever tell you how stressful planning a wedding is? Like. <laughs> You always think, I like, like, I always, like, yeah, I mean, I've obviously, I mean, not obviously, but I had never done it, and are you, you as, like, a third-party observer, you usually, like, oh, like, how hard can it really be, like, ugh. Right. I have a fucking wedding planner, and I'm still, like, stressed out about it, so. <laughs> I was, like, when you I'm asked I'm sorry that, if I ever made fun of you. <laughs> I was, like, Brian, do you listen to the podcast? That's quite literally all we talk about. But, no, I hear you. You're doing so many things. That's why I tell people, after you plan a wedding, your confidence level goes through the roof. Like, you feel like you can do anything. You can conquer the world after you've gotten through it. So, anybody who's struggling with, like, confidence, just get engaged and plan a wedding. <laughs> yes, that is the best way to tackle your insecurities about your confidence. <laughs> Get engaged. Spend money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Brian, okay. So the last time we had you on was me, you, and Jordana. And uh-huh. you told us about your beautiful engagement and story to the lovely Antonio, whom I love seeing when I get a glimpse of him on Zoom in the background. Mm-hmm. And you've been taking Spanish classes. You've been planning this wedding. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Because, no, we should. We should do a whole version of this in Spanish. Okay? Mm -hmm. No. You've You've been busy. But when we talked to you, you had just picked out the venue. And that's pretty much all. Yeah. So we were, I think, like, we were really quick on, like, finding the place and the and the date. 
And then after that, we kind of just like, because I, I think that was like what, probably like early last summer, late spring when we talked. I don't know. We're both like, time is a flat circle, <laughs> especially during pandemic times. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's all we that's all I knew. That's all we knew then. I don't think I'd even seen the venue IRL like in person yet. So since then, you have visited the venue. And for those of you who haven't listened to the old episode, go back so you get like a little preview and then listen to this one immediately after where tell everybody where you're getting married and when. Yes. So, okay, we're getting married this June in Spain. So my fiance Antonio is from Madrid. He was born and raised in Madrid. He actually has only lived in the States for like not even 10 years. Um, And... So we're getting married in this village called Pedraza, which which if I, I put the I put the th because I'm I'm learning Spain Spanish, <laughs> so like I have that like little Spanish. So Pedraza, if that helps you anyone oh, visualize better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sounded and, different than the last. Time yeah, it's with you a Z. Us. It's with a Z. It's with a it's, so it's Pedraza. You know, um, yeah, I'm learning the king Spanish and. Uh, so that's like a village that's just like an like an hour like hour twenty north of Madrid in the Segovia province. It's amazing. It's like the, the village is like a really tiny medieval village. They that's like on like top of a mountain. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, it's I mean that's the only way to describe it. It's my dream wedding, and you guys you sent me like one photo that you. I don't know where you, you one and I, it, it was like Game of Thrones r- r- um, amazingness. Like it was yeah. just it, you don't have to do anything to decorate that venue because the scene itself is so gorgeous. No, that's yeah. I'm trying not to like share too many photos because I want all of like the friends and family coming from the states to see it for the first time and be like, holy shit. So that's why I'm not like really blowing it up. But once I have it, I will. You know. Yeah. Oh, and and we will too for you. Okay. So, you, how did your venue visit go? When did you go? And you know what was? Did you go there just to visit the venue? Tell us what that process is like because I think a lot of other destination brides or brides that want to have destination weddings listening are thinking like, can I plan from afar without ever visiting the venue? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How did that I, go? You know. Honestly, I would say yeah, because like we embrace the Zoom age that we've now entered. You know what I mean? Like when we first like saw it, I put saw it in quotes, like like before we like put like I like um before we put like down the deposit, like we did a FaceTime with the owner mm-hmm. and they walked they just like walked around the whole venue, showed everything. We'd seen the pictures on their website. And I think just between I think between the FaceTime and um the pictures like nothing is gonna really surprise you like it's not gonna be like unless they like completely redecorate you know it's gonna be pretty much what you imagine um and if they've done weddings before especially if they've done weddings before you know it's like they know what they're doing and other people are happy and like people keep coming back so like i i think you can definitely do that um yeah right and you have a planner full service planner correct Yes. Who's on um, the ground out there? Yeah, so she's based um in like uh Barcelona uh area, which is like not very close to where we are, but um I mean they have high speed rail systems in Spain, so you can get anywhere in two mm-hmm. hours. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but she she's on the ground there and she's talking to all the vendors and all that stuff. 
But um, there's still like, you know, the th- it's interesting because having one in planner, I couldn't imagine not doing it with one A. Yeah. Because B, like they still, she'll, she's like, you still have to make like decisions. Like, yes, like she's finding the flower people or the graphic right. designers or whatever. But then she's presenting you with multiple and then you're picking that one. And then that, those people, and then she's presenting you with what they presented and you're still doing like all the. Oh, yeah. The choosing, but it's more like it's being brought to you as opposed to you going out to it. Also, have you gotten decision fatigue yet at all? Because that's a big thing. Like, just I mean, I I I no because yes and no. I I'm so easy, so maybe it's like not up to me. Like I'm the easy one. I'm kind of just like yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, unless it's like I'm very good at I'm very good at being like that's extraneous. We don't need that. That you know what I mean? Like it, no one's going to care about that. Like I don't understand why people care so much about the envelopes that the wedding invitations <laughs> or save the dates go in. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had about that. I'm like, not one person keeps that fucking envelope. It doesn't matter what kind of paper it's made out of. So. I, yeah, I, I'm very good at like cutting the costs, I think. But other than that, I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's good because you need at least somebody in the couple to be that one who's the more like we don't need that person. Is is mm-hmm. um is Antonio the opposite or is he kind of like that with you? I think he would I would say he's the opposite. It, I mean, it's not that he's like, really, he's. Just, just because he's like, oh, that's nice. That would be nice. I'm like, yeah, it'd be nice, but do we need it? No. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right, <laughs> That right. kind of thing. Right. Yeah, like, you know, the food is important and the music is important to me. That's what. I, that's my big focus. Everything else, I'm just like, okay. Agreed, agreed. Which vendors do you have booked thus far? So we have our, like, flowers all set. Um, mm-hmm. Those people are booked. We have our DJ. The venue is doing the food. So I I think that's like what else is there? I don't even know. Um, I <laughs> like I'm trying to think like what else you would. Ha- I mean, do you have like signage or like paper products and stuff? Oh, throughout? that's a good call. So that that was actually our biggest like qualm so far is that like we keep having all, we kept having all these issues with our save the dates where like it kept taking forever for the design to get done that I oh, yeah. ended up doing it. I ended up basically making them myself and then they like printed them on them. And then when they sent us the save the dates, they only sent half of them. Like we had like, we each had our own Google sheet and they only went off one sheet. So they like shipped them all from Spain, from Barcelona, like express. (gasps) And at that point they were supposed to, they were, they came like two months late. We ended up going with a different graphic designer after that whole ordeal. But that's the only, that was the yeah. only big thing. So now we, I think we're still even like finding our new graphic designer, which is kind of a pain in the ass, but. This kind of reminds me, didn't you send the first save the date and it was just like not a good photo of you two? Like, or the, oh, they, they had designed an they illustration did, they, of you? Yes. They designed an, they did a watercolor painting of us. And we were like, that is not, we wanted, because we're like, that's not what we wanted at all. Basically what we wanted was like, kind of like a silly, like, I, I, I wish I could show you the picture, like, on a podcast, but obviously that can't be done. We wanted, right. like, a, you know those, like, old, like, 50s post, like, movie posters, I don't know, that, like, mm-hmm. very graphic, flat, like, suits, and then, like, maybe our heads photoshopped on it, but, like, all, like, kind of cartoony. Like, Pink Panther. Yes. Like, like old school yes. Pink Panther kind of looking. I love um, that. And, 
they sent us a watercolor and so that was just like the opposite of and we i looked like horrifying like my face it was like they like you can't watercolor a face and make it accurate like i don't know Anyways, I, 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 poor woman. I just like talk shit about her, but you know she's in Spain. No, no, but that's no, but that is a good tip, you guys. Like you'll see all these, all these talented artists out there in the wedding space that I'm sure they can design a beautiful and draw and illustrate a beautiful flower or a butterfly. But when it comes to drawing people's faces, like beware before you just order a print or a save the date of you and your significant others faces because that is such a you just have to make sure they'll be able to like really nail it because that's different than just being an yeah. artist so i think that's good, good. Tip. i think good that's good advice pro yeah. tip have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code brides20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code brides20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code brides20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so have you you haven't sent out invitations yet, have you? No, we haven't sent out the invitations yet, but we have like a website, it has the RSVP on it, it has all the information, like travel, Gosh. et cetera. Um, but you'd be surprised how many how little people like read a whole website. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ugh, you do the FAQs section, I've heard. I, I wasn't as good at this. Like, I didn't do a ton of FAQs, but a lot of other brides say, like, FAQ section. That way, when people come to you with all of the annoying questions, you just keep pointing them there, and mm-hmm. you don't have to, like, answer people. Because I, I can imagine, is it a lot to communicate and coordinate with your guests? Because they're, I mean, it's a destination wedding is that much more high stakes, like... Are they coming at you left and right for just like travel information? And especially One, with COVID? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100% I'm, we are 
being bombarded with questions about hotels and travel, all of which you can find on our website, but <laughs> it's fine. Um, uh, but it's more like, because it's difficult because, you know, like I said, so the village that we're getting married in, it's like a really old. Um, a lot of the families have been there for generations, like the venue and the restaurants all have been in the same families for generations. And they, wow. a lot, most, a lot of them don't speak English. And um, so it's like kind of playing Google Translate a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Like we kind of like we're expecting that, but uh, then it's just also like Americans' expectations of like response from hotels like differ. Even like all traditions are like they're like are they gonna like reach out like like they're just much more relaxed. They're like oh so and so sent me an email that they need a date to say like blah blah blah, and they like maybe they won't respond or they'll just say like okay, you know what I mean? So that's the big thing. Get yeah, ready because it, it'll only get more as it gets closer. I feel like, yeah, uh, totally. So, yeah. So, right now, like, what are you working on this week in the planning process? Like, where I just want to get a better sense of like where you are. Yeah, I would say right now, we we're we're really just trying to figure out the invitations because there because it's so we yes it's a destination wedding but it's also like half not like like i said antonio is from spain a lot of his friends a lot of our friends a lot of his family are there um and so they just have different like like random customs or just like tradition not even traditions or customs but like so right now we are in the middle of fake like finishing our invitations and certain things have to go in the Spain ones that don't have to go into the American uh, ones, you know, you have to customize your invitations mm-hmm. and we're, and oh we're trying God. to do them in Spanish and English. Um, oh no, no, so, no, no. I mean, this makes every bride out there feel so much better about theirs. I'm sure because you literally have to customize, customize your invitations by person and by language. So, yeah. So, because like something that I didn't, I wasn't aware of, or like I didn't realize that they did in Spain for like wedding gifts, is that in, no, they don't. No one writes checks, and no one really gives cash. And oh. but what? So what you're supposed to do is provide an account number that people can just wire transfer money into. And like, and so I'm just like, isn't that gauche? And they're like, no, everyone does that. So we have to. So for the Spain people, we have to send another extra card that has an account, like a Spain bank account number if people want to send us money, which I find oh. like, I'm like, isn't that crazy? That That is insane to learn. I feel like that is something like if we did that here, everybody would be like, that's so tacky. You're providing your account number or like, yeah, it sounds like unsafe. Like, is somebody going to like hack you? I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I mean, that's just fascinating to learn. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you have to do it there if that's how it, people are asking for a way to give you money for your wedding. Yeah, and because we're also trying to figure out a way to tell people to not get us anything, especially if you're coming from the states. Like I, I'm not mm-hmm. really. Ex- I I don't want or either re- like I, I mean I don't not want it but I don't expect <laughs> anything from anyone who are who is flying themselves there and putting themselves up so like like please don't even think about yeah. it and I'm trying so now I have to think of a way to say that to the American people have, as well 
My friend Brooke, who's getting married in a couple weeks, I'm going to the Dominican Republic for her wedding. Um, She worded it well on her invitations. It was like something like your presence is our present. I don't know. Some line like that. It's also a Kanye West lyric from I forget which. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's from like, it's like your presence is a presence who kiss my ass or something. Um, oh yeah, your presence yeah. is a presence kiss my ass. It's like gossip, I think it's mercy. Gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. That one. Everybody knows I'm a mother. Okay, oh. wow. Now we're just rapping monster. Monster. That's the song. That's the one. Oh my god, that's the best. Okay, so, all right. I can't wait to keep up with your wedding planning because I just feel like you're you're at a good spot. You're at that exciting spot where like it's about to get really stressful. I'm not trying to scare you. Like mm-hmm. just get ready for the seating chart. Um, but what? Yeah, we have haven't done you, that yet. Yeah, I mean you're gonna hate it. It's like a puzzle from hell. What has been like the most annoying part thus far for you? The most annoying part, I would say. I would like I don't like people who are like who give you shit about it, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. about having getting married somewhere else cuz also like I, like cuz I'm just like okay, don't come. Right. I you know, I, that's that that's my big thing. It's like are you yeah. like are you still really going to get married in Spain? It's like really expensive. I'm like True. And don't maybe for you, then don't come. I I'm, I'm not offended, but you don't have to say it like that. Just say, "Hey, Mm-hmm. Are you like I'm not sure if gonna be able to make it. It's quite an expense for me. And I'd be like, I totally understand. You know? Yeah. Like as opposed yeah. to like pissing me off about it. Like you know, but whatever. That's that's definitely I think the most annoying. You're never gonna be like uh, no, you must come. If you, I know you I don't care if you can't afford it, you must come. So like whoever like if you're a guest out there for a couple who's having a destination wedding, like it's fine if you can't go. Just don't be annoying about it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's annoying. Another thing that I'm realizing is, like, so I, we feel like if, if if we have a single friend and they're coming there, it, we're going to give them, we're going to offer to give them a plus one just because, like, so people don't have to travel alone and then we don't have to be worried about them, mm-hmm. like, being by themselves in Spain, like, and they can, like, right. do things with their friends or whatnot. But the weird thing is, is when you invite one person... And like be like bring a you can bring a plus one, but then they bring they 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 ask if they can bring someone who you didn't invite, but you're like kind of acquaintances with or like mm-hmm. friends with. So it's kind of like, well, if I wanted them to come, I would have invited them. Like, yeah. so no, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that's another like, like weird thing that we're juggling. It's like you get a plus one, but not that person because yeah, now it's just yeah. awkward. Like if as long as I can pick random. that plus one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone I don't know. I would lo- like, please bring someone I don't know because then it's weird. That the, then then I'm going to be thinking the whole time. They're going to be thinking, why didn't they invite me? But, right. How yeah. many are we at with the guest list count? Oh Lord, I think we're like one twenty, one hundred, one twenty, one one. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a I, large destination wedding too. You know, I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. It's a half destination <laughs> wedding. It's you know, true. Oh, true, true. Yeah, it's, I'm one of I'm, those people. Yeah. And I'm like, most I'm a, of them are not mine. Let's just say, you know. Okay. I think it's okay. Because we're also, people are bringing their children. So, like, we're including them. Right. No, but that puts it in such a different perspective. Like, you have that rare case where most of your guests actually are 
are out there. Are you guys doing mm-hmm. like welcome events and stuff? So yeah, so in they call it there like a uh, a pre boda, like a rehearsal dinner. Like in boda is uh, Spanish for wedding. So like pre before wedding, what? and it's gonna be like the Friday before in the village that we're all staying at, <clears throat> and everyone's invited. It's you know there's gonna be it's gonna be more like chillaxed than like the wedding, but there's more like a like a dinner slash night out mm-hmm. at a bar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I mean that'll be so beautiful and just fun, and I kind of love like Jordana's was very. Her pre-Friday thing was a lot more casual than um, the actual wedding. And I feel like that's just a fun vibe when you're doing a destination. So mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing that come to life. So let's talk about traditions that you are or are not doing in the mm-hmm. wedding plans thus far. You, I slacked you earlier today and I was like, oh, I know a great person if you need a, a dance lesson before. And you're like, oh, we're mm-hmm. not doing a dance. And I was like, what? I was like, you cannot do a dance? What? So yeah. tell us about that and whatever else you're not doing. Yeah. So we were like, we've been like going back and forth about like picking a song and whatever. And then we were just like, what if we just like don't do it? We're like, okay. And we were both like, yeah, I don't care. I was like, perfect. Like, so let's not do a first dance. And then we were, and then we'd also, we, we did the food tasting and we like, they had these desserts. They were fucking amazing. They were like these like cheesecakes and what was the other one? I don't remember. And they were, <laughs> and we were supposed to pick like one or two and then, you know, we'd get like a wedding cake. And then mm-hmm. we were like, can we just get all three of these and just skip the wedding cake? So we're not doing a wedding cake. So we're just yes. gonna have these like nice like like separate little desserts. So there's gonna be no cake cutting, no like dances mm-hmm. with relatives. Um, um, my I have like a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I don't want to like include or exclude any of them. So they're all gonna be flower people, you know, flower children. Yeah. They're all gonna walk down and throw flowers together. Um, I think that's uh. we we haven't decided about the bridal parties yet. Like it might just be us two. We, I want my brother, but like he's having a tough time picking one friend. And then if he picks more than one friend, I, and then I have to pick another friend. But then I have to pick another friend because I can't just pick the one friend. So, you know, it's like a whole, <laughs> a whole thing. So, so that's the other thing we're figuring out, too. I don't think it has to be even. We get that question all the time. And I'm like, look, I don't think it has to. And it also depends, like, what you want them doing during the ceremony. Like, is it just to stand up there with you? Like, if it's just somebody to stand up there I think you can have I don't know you can do whatever as you showed us with like not doing the dance not doing the cake you can literally do whatever so if it ends up being that you really want your brother up there with you and Antonio doesn't feel strongly about having anybody up there with him then I say just have your brother like stand there that would be weird wouldn't that be weird? And then, oh, I feel like that'd have be weird. your brother, but then have the flower people stand on Antonio's side. Oh, well, you know what we were thinking about, actually? I forgot about this. Antonio has one sister. So we were just oh, thinking maybe we do... Siblings. His, his Yeah, like, his, I have two other sisters, but, like, whatever. They can sit down. <laughs> they can do something else. We can figure something else for them to do. You have two sisters, one brother. 
Uh-huh. Which, well, how did I not know that? I knew you had at least a sister, but like, what? You, you're one of four yeah. since when? You act mm-hmm. like an only since, child. Just kidding. <laughs> since I was born. Well, you know, they're much older than me, so they were like out oh, of the house so you're by the, the baby. time I was like, what? Like 11? So, oh, yeah. that, that checks out. Okay. And then Antonio has one sister, you said? Just one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Maybe you put two on his side. I don't know, maybe, but then that's weird. We'll I, figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. If any of you have <laughs> any suggestions on who should stand where with Brian and the fam, let us know. Who's officiating? Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. Oh, um, our friend uh, uh, Manu, he is from Spain. He's like he's one of the first friends of Antonio's that I met. And, we, you know, we should get along very well. He stayed with us, like, um, and we've stayed with him. And he's this like famous soap opera actor in like Spain and South America who speaks very good English. So we just know that he mm-hmm. um, would be able to do both and also loves performing. So that was the decision there. So I think that's a really good little tidbit of info of information is a lot of people will pick like their most loved person ever because it's so special to have so-and-so officiating uncle joe who's so Mm -hmm. close to me but uncle joe can't put two words together and doesn't have like that commanding personality so yeah take that into consideration when picking who's going to officiate you because that's also such an important aspect somebody who can like command the crowd and like perform in a way because we always say here it is a performance essentially you know? another yeah 100% I think that's because also it's like people will don't really care who it is like when they like get like oh that ceremony was so great I really wish your dumb uncle Joe could have done it though like no one would do that you know yeah but yeah and the, exactly. other, the other thing is it's like if you if you like lose touch with that person or something, like one of my good friends who recently got married is like not on speaking terms with the person who officiated their wedding, and it, it was still great though. They, I mean, it was still fine. It, it was still, you know, so like, like right. it was like no one, no one else knows that. No one else knows that they're not on speaking terms. So like, as long as yeah. they do a good job, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna need that story for another episode because I just love a yeah. good drama related to wedding story. Okay, so we had a ton of audience questions for you. One of the main ones being, are you like freaking out that your plans could potentially be getting derailed by COVID? And is this question giving you more anxiety? (laughs) Honestly, I don't. I'm not freaked out by it. Maybe I should be scared more. I think if I... Here's the thing. You know, I'm vaxxed. I am boosted. I recently got over my spat with COVID, even despite all those two other things. And <laughs> I, as long, you know, so like, I, I, I know that I will like, if I put myself in it, and I know that most of my, a hundred percent of my guests will be, because I'm not going to say you can come if you're not vaccinated. Um, and also right. if you're coming from the States and you're not vaccinated, you won't even get into Spain anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so they won't come anyways. But, you know, it's just like, I, what am I supposed to do? Like, I can't. Right. There's nothing, and and like, you have so to if, test. If anything, pe- yeah, exactly. And you have to test. Um, so if anything happens, people can't come, then they can't come. Um, as long as me and Antonio are there and there's food and some people and music and dancing, like, I'm going to ask the people closest to me, like my family, like, please, can you just like, 
like be a little extra careful like the, the week or two before we go just so like i don't have to panic about you getting covid and I'm not coming picturing, like, picturing you calling your family and being like get your shit together okay just like make yeah. it out there yeah i don't know and oh. like honestly it probably wouldn't go over very well with most people anyways but like as long as i say it like there's nothing i can do i can't control it right i just know that like i know that we're going to be able to go and it's not going to get canceled like barring some crazy variant that is you know like contagion level like mm-hmm. the, the movie then i think we'll be fine and you're that's really the only perspective and mentality you can have on it like you can only control what you can control you are taking all the necessary protocols that you physically can and you still want to have a beautiful destination wedding and we're here to support you so (laughs) everybody fingers crossed everything goes off without hitch which it will but actually i won't jinx you because the last time i said that was about um the rain at jordana's ceremony and then it rained so never mind so logistical question from the audience how are you legally getting married in the u.s if the ceremony's abroad like are you doing the legal thing first here yeah, we're going to do that. Um, <clears throat> we're going to just, like, go to City Hall. Or I, I, yeah. I thought it'd be fun to do it on Zoom and, like, cause, and be in our house in Fire Island. But I think uh, City Hall is just, like, looks, like, I guess nicer. I don't know. And then, I can, yeah. and then, like, maybe I was thinking about that. And then I can invite, like, the people, if there's, like, someone super close that I, like, can't come to the wedding. I can be like, just come to our City Hall wedding. And they can at least be there for that. Like, I was thinking, because, like, my grandmother, like, I was thinking of seeing if she wanted to come, because she's not going to come to Spain, because she's, like, you know, in her 80s. Old. Um, mm-hmm. she's just, That's a really good idea. <laughs> she's just old. That's a really good idea, though. That's, like, make a, make a day out of it. Go to the city hall, then go to a nice dinner, and you can yeah. wear something chic. I, mm-hmm. I really like that as a fix for those people who can't come. So keep that in mind, you destination brides listening. So do you know, and if not, that's totally fine, because this is something we don't really worry about until we get too closer to the wedding. Are you going to be tipping your vendors? And if so, how much? That's a whole nother conversation that we could talk about forever. Yeah. I mean, for us, I don't think so. Like, no. Because, again, it's Europe and you don't do that, really. Um, mm-hmm. Like, with anything. So, yeah. like, you're That's paid true. for your labor, which is kind of, like, nice. Um so no (laughs) nice that's that's the pros of getting married abroad because the u.s it's like you have to do 20 percent for this many vendors and you guys i promise we'll do we've done a whole tipping guide on the instagram i think i have it highlighted on our instagram stories actually on betches brides but we'll do a full episode all about tipping and how it's different in the US versus abroad. So stay tuned for that because that's coming this Mm -hmm. year. Brian, before we move on to helping others with their wedding problems in their emails, do you have anything else that you wanna update us on about your wedding or anything you need my expertise and help on? Because I'm such a wedding expert. Mm -hmm. I do, I do. Yes. Um, I think because you know I'm doing a lot of like personal like things for the wedding too like in terms of like I'm growing my hair out so I'm not gonna get my hair cut until like closer to the wedding mm. like, like as often 
I am shredding for the wedding, uh, you know, like, <laughs> but I, I do, this is going to sound, this is going to be like, I don't know if this is like too personal, but I no, do know nothing, you did. Nothing's ever. I know you did a lot about like your stomach gut <laughs> leading up to the wedding, like gut health, right? I need some gut health recommendations to be honest because okay. bloating is a thing you know and especially when you go to another and then you're going to another country and then you need yes. and then so like you're, you're eating different food the, like leading up to the wedding so you want to still make sure you're slim so that would be my first one yeah <laughs> okay bloating is a thing and i Okay, I don't want to speak as like a doctor. We could, do, we really should do a whole like get your gut in check. Actually, I'm writing that down like right now because we're doing an episode on that from a expert professional. But I would say as for getting that stuff in check, there's definitely like supplements you can take. You should be drinking water. I like my goalie gummies that I, they're like apple cider vinegar gummies that I swear help me with like bloating and gut health and stuff. I don't, but I'm not, I don't know where you got that I'm a gut health gal because I know that it is very linked to like everything. Like my skin is freaking out right now. I'm a big skin person and apparently skin is linked very heavily to yeah. the gut health as well. Maybe it's because you, maybe it was the bloating thing that you were talking about. I don't the, know. The bloating, the gummies helped my bloating. Yeah. yeah. That's what it. Oh, I eat a lot of blueberries. I eat a lot of blueberries. So that's good to know. I'll just keep that. I'll just keep that up. I'll, I'll get some pro, get some supplements and drink water. Probiotic. Duh, probiotic, a good one. That helps your skin a lot too. If you take skin, I know that also gut, probiotic, take that every day. You should get a good one. You can literally order it off of Amazon. A pro omega-3 supplement that usually helps my skin. I don't know if that helps gut, but probably. Um, but probiotic is a big one. And then for like, people keep asking like what the dress code is. And I guess... Mm. And I actually just Googled it right before this because I was, like, trying to figure out, like, because, like, we're just going to wear black suits and, like, ties. But we don't really care what anyone else does. But I guess, so it's not black tie, but I guess it would be black, you say black tie optional is, like, the nice way to phrase yeah. that. I would say black tie optional because black tie is very fancy. You're going to have people in, like, fancy dresses black tie optional you'll get a mix of that cocktail attire casual with some fancier and if you two are dressing a little fancier then you'll that that sounds like it'll fit do well like my sister's yeah. was black tie optional and it was very similar to like the guests at mine except maybe a little step above like you saw more sequins and like shiny mm. patterns in there in women's yeah. dresses but I say for your venue, too, just based on, like, the one photo I've seen, I love black tie optional with that, especially mm -hmm. if you're doing a casual day before. Well, for the casual day before, I still want to look amazing. I have to find an outfit for that. I want to wear, like, sequins for that. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, oh. I do. Oh, I if anyone has that. any recommendations, anyone, rec any stylists listening out there? There um, are. I actually, one of them emailed us. I'm going to connect you. Yeah, we need to get you looking really great. Are you thinking like all white or like black? Just because of my skin tone, I don't think I would do all white. You know, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm just like, I'm like a, like a, like a white pinkish person. You know what I mean? So I just don't think it looks good on me. 
And Tony was like yeah. tan and like olive. So if he wanted to do all white, that would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. But no, not for me. I, I want to do something like a little like hip. I'm young. I'm hip. I'm cool. Yes. I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, also, you kind of just reminded me. <laughs> very true. You just reminded me like we should talk sometime, have you back on to do a whole like we talk about pre-wedding beauty all the time for the bride and all the things we're, us ladies are doing. But I also want to see what the pre-wedding mm. beauty for the groom is. Like, are there you doing to be some. monthly? There needs to be some. Are you doing, I know you're doing your hair. Are you doing like monthly um, massages or like anything to be? I, I, I'll definitely get like a facial a few weeks beforehand and then I'm going to go mm-hmm. we go to this other place that, that's like kind of like facials but it's like they do a lot of like it's like a facial but they do like like extra things like not Botox but like 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 electricity and like yes. yeah it's like the it's LED. very like yeah and like it like lifts your face so like it, like it looks like nice and clean oh like we'll that's do that, the like, new the week face beforehand. it's like NU I've gotten the new face done it like emits electromagnetic <laughs> electromagnetic energy or something throughout your face so it tones and lifts everything and it and makes like, you it like, look chiseled yeah. it, it, it yeah, makes you look chiseled and also like evens out like your like the textures of your skin like i think for men mm-hmm. that's what they should just be most focused on they should be getting facials because they're not going to wear mm-hmm. makeup or let me maybe they are but like they yep. like they should get manicures beforehand because me, like they're just they just to cl- have clean hands because you think about all like we could do a whole episode about it. Yeah, we really <laughs> could. I'm like picturing Mike's nails as you're saying this, like they're dirty. Sometimes, sorry, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the whole world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like, what's he doing? Okay. Um. Yeah, we're gonna do a whole episode on this. We'll make a whole little like groom groom glow guide. Let's get into our first email, shall we? We shall. She writes, Hey, Betch, what are your thoughts on having two weddings? I've always been one of those people who dreamt of my wedding and had the Pinterest boards for wedding ideas since I was 12. But I'm also in the military. Thank you for your service, by the way. And I'll be honest, being long distance from my fiance for the past two years and counting has not been ideal. So we're pretty eager to have our small elopement, just me, my fiance and my lab in Colorado this March. Luckily, we both agreed that we want to have a larger wedding a year or two down the road so I can live out my wedding dreams. That all said, I imagine a lot of brides are considering this option given the craziness that is the pandemic. So is this tacky? If not, how can I make each ceremony special? Should I post about the big ones and not the small ones? Any other tips for either of both weddings? So yeah, just to sum it up, she's wondering if given all these factors, she should have two full on weddings. Brian, do you it's have any thoughts? It's not tacky at all. It's not tacky at all. Who? Just do whatever you want. Who cares? Like, like, right. I like. I have. I have another friend who's who did that. Who got eloped in Vegas, and now they're getting like having a wedding. Like years later, and no, who gives a shit? And if anyone does give right. a shit, then they're a shitty person. <laughs> like, like, why? Right. Then they're not your true friend. There. That's the thing. Your true friends and family who loves you is gonna celebrate you for eight weddings. If you want to have eight weddings, they're going to be there for you. However, 
I hate to play devil's advocate, but I will say I have been talking to people because we're getting around to that point. It's 2022 now. We're getting to that point where a lot of the second weddings are happening for the people that eloped in 2020 and 2021. So I have talked to guests who are like, oh, yeah, I've got so-and-so's wedding coming up, but they already got married. Like, they already had their wedding, so I don't know why they're making us all gather in whatever state for their second wedding. So I do think there's a way to do the second wedding right like and mm-hmm. uh, when when all is said and done and the first again, one i think the first one i think yeah. just the three of them the just the fiance and their dog like i think if the first one is super super small then yeah but if right. you're doing a small one that's like you and your 12 closest friends like even that's like too much i think mm-hmm. i agree or like yeah i've seen some people doing small ones that are like small ones that are like 40 people and then they have you know, a hundred person wedding as the second. And it's like, where's the differentiating? Or I've seen people do like a full out ceremony for both. And again, if you want to do that, that's totally fine. But I personally would not do a ceremony the second time around. I would do maybe a tiny little like renewal situation if those exist. And then I would just make it a big party. If I would probably just make it a big fun bomb ass party with cool things i would save whatever money you'd normally spend on a ceremony put that towards the party and make that like the big second wedding because yeah you could just start at the reception like now introducing yeah mr and mrs blank or mr and mr or mrs and mrs or right whatever (laughs) right and you can still have like the first dance and different things Mm -hmm. that happen at the that wedding reception but i don't know i just I, I just, based on what I've been hearing a lot of other guests saying lately, that's just my two cents for you. All right. Shall we do this second one? She says, hello, I love the podcast and have been listening to it all the time since get being engaged, April 2021. All the advice and tips from Nicole and Jordana, but now Brian, have been so helpful. Anyways, I have a real I have a really complicated family dynamic. My mom died when I was 8 and since my dad and I's relationship has been stra- and since then my dad and I's relationship has been strained. I am his only child, so my wedding is a big deal for him and all of my relatives. So I have two main problems. So we'll focus on the first and the second. First is my dad wants to walk me down the aisle and give me away with the line, "Who gives this woman to be married?" My dad is paying for the entire wedding, which I feel very grateful for since my fiance and I are just graduating from college and couldn't afford a wedding on my own. So I'm okay with him walking me down the aisle, but I hate the giving away part. It makes me feel like a piece of property. And also it's hard for me since my dad and I have a very strange relationship where I feel that he lost the right to give me away. When I told him I was cutting out the line, who gives this woman, he had a complete meltdown. What do I do? Sacrifice what I want since he's paying or accommodate him like I have the rest of the wedding. So she has a second problem, which we'll get to after. Let's focus on this one. Usually my advice for these scenarios is like, it's just one thing. It's quick. It's like if you have to compromise, just like let them have this one thing so that you can have everything else. But like, I mean, if she really does not want him 
to say the words like who gives this woman away, which check on that, like check with whoever your officiant is, because sometimes that's not even a thing anymore. Or you could blame it on the officiant. Yeah, I've seen, I think I've seen that like really randomly. Yeah, yeah. But she already said, I would say to him, like, you know, explain explain why you don't want you don't have to you don't have to like put the like say because it's because of you i don't want you to say like you could just say like right it just feels it just feels antiquated i just don't you know it doesn't i don't feel it makes me feel like a piece of property but if he he continues then i'll just be like all right you know what fine like there's so many other things that you have to worry about and you're literally not probably won't ever think about it ever again after it happens you know right and giving him this will give you more leverage to be like, okay, that's your thing you got to decide on. Now let me do everything else. Um, I would say if you did want to st- hold fast on this one, tell him like, no, I'm really not. And, and like you said, explain why. It's not because you, it's because of the nature behind that saying makes me feel like property. But then I would say, let him pick something else like give him something small like focus his attention maybe he can pick if you're doing a father-daughter dance he gets to pick the song or I don't know he gets to wear a special corsage like that's my advice is just divert their attention to something else yeah and if you do do it you should pick the song you don't own me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that could you be your revenge for the yeah. father-daughter dance. <laughs> That's perfect. Full circle moment. Yeah. Okay, her second problem says, how do I deal with the uns- unsolicited opinions? Since my mom passed away when I was so young, it seems like everyone in both my family and my fiance's family is trying to step in and help me plan like a mom would. This makes me wildly uncomfortable, uncomfortable, and I honestly don't need any help since I am very type A and my fiance is very type A. Lucky you guys. It's just getting really overwhelming since I have aunts, my mother-in-law, stepmom, grandmas from both my family and my fiancés trying to help and each giving completely different opinions from my own and each other's. How do I handle this situation nicely and remind people nicely that they're not my mom especially my future mother-in-law she says sorry for the long detailed questions thank you for the help sincerely overwhelmed and people pleasing bride i think for the mother-in-law you you have to talk to your fiance because you can't really say anything in my right you'd be like just be like can you tell your your mom to back the fuck off and let them figure out like you know what i mean like like tell tell her like we already figured it out for everyone else like I just just don't answer I mean you know and then like a week later be like oh thanks I already figured that out if you don't want to confront them like that's you know like uh, or be like oh no thanks we have everything already everything already is done and figured out you know like yeah I I, yeah I don't you think I'm so busy sorry I I, (laughs) yeah I think that's fine and you I, I like your point about like don't answer because you kind of you're busy planning a wedding like they nobody can expect you to be like answering every message that gets sent to you so you can take a while to just like not answer just keep that in mind you do not have to answer every text message that gets sent to you right away but I don't know I'd also divert their attention again like be like oh I'm good on that thank you though um have you picked out your what you're wearing yet? Like, and kind of like set them on that task, like mm-hmm. something that has to do with them. 
I don't know, like I would just, or do what I do, my favorite thing to give people that want to help and you kind of already have everything under control, give them the extras, the extra tasks that you were kind of leaving till the end, which we all have, like the hotel welcome bags, the mm. uh, bathroom baskets, there, where they get to go to the dollar store and pick up like bobby pins and hair ties and mouthwash and make a bathroom basket for the each bathroom. I don't know, That's whatever else, idea. like yeah, That's like just idea. give them. Give them those tasks that you don't really care about and that are nice to haves. Or yeah, I'm you sure can just be like, I'm okay right now, but I think I'm going to need help on the day of the wedding. Right, And then they right. can just be like your person that you tell to run around and do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, For yeah. sure. The, the groom is stuck in the toilet. And she helps them yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Ask your vendors too like are there any tasks like little tasks that you might need somebody for because I have a whole list of people that want to help and once you'll see like I feel like a lot of these people are kind of all talk no action like they'll all see you all stressed planning your wedding and be like I want to help seriously let me know what I can help with and so just as long as you give them one little task like that's what you have to give them and hopefully they do it like I don't know they're they're not they're not going to be as helpful as you think they are in most cases. They just are saying. And maybe some people help. are asking to just be nice, you know, mm-hmm. like people like they may they may not even want to help, you know. <laughs> right. So. Right. And again, like with this girl, I, I would look at it as I always say this to all of our email questions. I'm like, look at it as a positive like at least you have people wanting to help versus like you drowning on your own and nobody is offering to help so like keep that in mind if they're trying to help but yeah with the mother-in-law it's always set the significant other get them involved because it should not have to be you going straight to her okay you ready for unpopular opinions Mm mm-hmm Okay, so the first one, these are submitted by our audience, by the way. So first one is, I know first looks are great for timeline, but they look and feel too awkward. Do you agree or disagree and why? I kind of agree. Like, I'm I'm very to each his own, but like, I hate things that are staged, but supposed to be casual or like, no, what's the opposite Mm -hmm. of staged? Um, There's a word. Organic. Organic. It's not. It's it's something. It's something. But I forget. Candid. People who candid. are listening. Candid. Thank you. People who are listening are probably like candid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they do that with me all the time. Don't worry, I guys. Like, you don't understand like, when you're hosting a podcast. It's hard to find the words. <laughs> sometimes it really can be. Yeah, I don't like. I like. I like stage photos and I like candid photos. I don't like staged candid photos. You know what I mean? And those yes. feel like staged candid photos. Yeah. Yeah. You can always tell a staged candid photo. Mm-hmm. We all have them. And we all yeah. do them on our wedding. But yeah. are you you're not doing a first look? No. Well, we're getting like we're getting ready together. We're going to like oh. walk down the aisle together. Like it's Oh, you yeah. didn't mention those tr- tr- traditions? Yeah. Well, yeah, those traditions. Oh, what else is there? There was something else. Oh, yeah. We're like trying to figure out bachelor parties. I think we're going to go on each other's bachelor parties because they I both love seem that. fun. Like we're gonna go back to Spain and like in the, in like the early May and like go to like 
Majorca or something. Like I'm like uh, I'm, I'm like I was like I'm fucking going to that. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Um, so I and I just want to have like people like a night out in the city. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna be out in the city. And Tony might as well just come and meet us. So like, yeah. Why yeah. not? I'm mm-hmm. coming to that. So that's yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, with this opinion, I just, like, can't decide how I feel about it. Because first looks, I so agree with what you're saying. They are so weird. And, like, even my own was weird. But at the same time, I just, I still like them. I don't know. People think they're very intimate. And they are. Like, Mike and I's was very, I loved having that time. And, I mean, for the timeline, like, that, we would have not been able to do our entire timeline without it. So yeah, a little over half, 56% of people disagreed that they look and feel too awkward. So audience is kind of split on that one. The next one is anyone traveling for the wedding gets a plus one. Kind of talked about this already. Yeah, I said yes. I mean, I, I because I think because if people who are like, if they're not planning on like, People who are single and you don't feel like the need to give them a plus one, they probably already have friends there. So they probably just won't bring one. But I think not offering it and asking someone to travel, it's not like it's costing you that like that much more money, but it's going to cost them a lot more money. So like, I just, because the other thing is, is like, I would be, I would be worried about my friend like in Madrid or Spain, wherever, like, what the fuck is she doing right now? Like, I would feel so horrible. And then you, they won't be messaging you about, like, what to do. They'll have, a, they'll have a buddy. It's actually also better for whoever's hosting the wedding because then you don't have to... They, they won't bother you. They'll have someone else to be with. Nope, I fully agree. It's one of those mental decisions. Like, Jordana and I always say, when you're t- considering giving $100 over $50 as a gift, always give a little bit more than your like the more because it'll save you as like the gift giver the mental anguish of having to be like oh should I have given a little bit more now I feel weird like it's not worth the mental anguish so this situation too it's like you if you if your friend comes alone you as the couple the whole weekend are going to be like I wonder what Sarah's doing right now should does she need to get transportation from her hotel to this and that and you don't want that, just let Sarah bring a plus one. And like you said, hopefully, they if they don't want to, they won't. And they'll just come. At least you gave them the option. Especially mm-hmm. if it's a destination, like, um, if it's a destination abroad wedding, I think definitely you have to a plus one. 51% of people disagreed anyone traveling for a wedding gets a plus one. But that's also because, like, traveling for a wedding could mean going from, like, New York to Maryland. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The last unpopular opinion, welcome drinks slash party does not have to be hosted. I think I don't this understand one's what a very... Welcome, what, welcome uh, drinks like and a dinner. That, that's, not like, that's not like the rehearsal dinner or, the, or that is. I think oftentimes it's not... It's, so it's not the rehearsal dinner. It's for like everyone who's invited to the wedding. Because as we've talked about, okay. you guys, rehearsal dinner is not everybody invited to the wedding. Um, so it's more just like the night before. I think a lot of people do it after the rehearsal dinner where it's like you have the mm. rehearsal, you have the closed rehearsal dinner just for the people invited. And then you kind of like move into a welcome party where everybody's welcome okay 
Or like um, in so the saying, case of yeah, like my friend Brooke's wedding in Dominican Republic, she's having a welcome party. She's having the rehearsal dinner Thursday night, welcome party for everybody Friday night, and then wedding Saturday. Okay. Yeah, that works. I think we're. I think when it's an international destination wedding, you kind of have to have some form of welcome. I think you do too. I think no matter what, like I, we're like in the. You're going to say the percentage, but like they're saying it doesn't have to be hosted. I mean, like, can't you just pop in and say hello? Thank you for coming, and then you can leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't think you have to like be there for an hour. I think you could literally be there for five minutes and be like, okay, we're going to go get some rest. Like, you know, I think, but I think, I think just to not show up at all, it's is weird. Yeah. I think they're saying, do you have to have one at all? Like, do I have to put on a welcome? I, but yeah, I think this, this doesn't specify whether it's for a destination wedding or for a domestic wedding, but I think definitely for a destination the etiquette is like they're flying across if most of your guests are traveling across the world for it you should have some sort of thing to welcome them because you don't want to just have them for the wedding day and then sayonara so anywho weird because they said 81 percent agrees that you don't have to host a welcome party but Which i don't I think know it's so weird <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're, maybe we're, maybe we're just in the 19%. It's fine. We always are. All yeah. right. Well, Brian, time flies when you're having fun and talking to you about your wedding. I cannot wait for us to keep an eye on your plans. This won't be the last mm-hmm. time you're on this podcast. Where can everyone like stalk you? You know, just find me at Brian Russell Smith. I think everywhere. I think that's just my like my name and handle everywhere. Um. So yeah, just do that. <laughs> Yay! And we'll have and you on do like all a of your bitches platforms. Yes, across the hall, you can't hide from it. Or he, what's no, the word? You can't. My face is, he can run, is, is but he there. can't hide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Love you till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.